sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We all trying to survive out here. <laughs> we all trying to survive. And I got a wife behind me who's been complaining. So I'm sorry. I can't help you. My hands are full. So I didn't even like Fair. say anything to her. I just kind of like strolled past her. And I'm like, may God help you. Like, may somebody come along and help you. Be warm. Be fed. God loves you. But I got to get down this mountain. Honey. Honey. Today. Today. We finally, we finally talk about. We finally talk about. Okay. Okay. I don't know why she's doing that. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Not in high school anymore. Not in high school anymore. All right, you're done. Okay, I'm done. Today, we're finally talking about our Table Mountain story. Ta-da! I think it, it, it took some time to get over the... I'm not over it. The PTSD? Nope. Yeah, okay. Still present. Kylie's not over it. <laughs> Man. So, 2020, mm-hmm. literally like a week or two before the pandemic. Yeah, like when we flew into Cape Town, there were signs about China. And like they asked us if we've been to China. And I was like, I've never been to China. La, 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 la. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, in 2020, we'd just been married a few months. And I had opportunity to fly from Nairobi, Kenya to Cape Town, South Africa for a conference mm-hmm. for work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, snap. The company's paying for me. And I looked at some tickets and they had like a super cheap discount. And I was like, dude, Cali, like, let's go. Like, let's do this. Let's go to Cape Town. It was like super exciting. And so Cali got to come with me to Cape Town. And so... We, you know, we did the conference and then that weekend, we had like a whole weekend to ourselves. We got an Airbnb. We had this whole itinerary going on and on Sunday morning. So it's like, you know, Friday, Saturday, we had a great time, drove around. Cape Town is beautiful. It is. Cape Town is. I just want to go back so badly. Yeah, I think it's like our, one of our favorite places. It is the go. only place that not only meets the hype, but exceeds the hype. Yeah. It is a wonderful place. Yeah. Yeah. We just, I mean, just drive around and it's, I mean, it, the, yeah, the nature and the scenery. If you're an outdoors type person, you love Cape Town. Yeah, you should go. And so Sunday morning on our itinerary, we're like, we're going to go on a hike and hike Table Mountain. Which really? so Table Mountain is like the landmark. It's the destination. It's the landmark that makes Cape Town Cape Town. Like if you mm-hmm. see any photos of Cape Town, Table Mountain is there. It is. And so we're like, we're going to hike up Table Mountain. Usually what happens is when you hike up Table Mountain, you hike to the top and then you take the cable car down. Mm-hmm. So we're like, we're going to go 8 a.m. and going to hike up Table Mountain and then have a chill day, um, maybe do some stuff. And then the next day we're going to go um, kayaking. kayaking with dolphins. Yeah. Okay. But also more detail. So <laughs> not only are we going to Table Mountain, we're like, we don't need to eat breakfast, right? Because we got some snacks, got a little bit of water here and there. So we'll just go on this quick little two hour hike and then we'll treat ourselves to this wonderful vegan spot okay yeah yeah because starting place yeah so yeah because <laughs> okay so it's sunday morning we drive up with a rented car to the place so we found a hiking trail and it was called plata clip gorge which is like the most popular hiking trail like if you're first starting uh table mountain if you've never hiked before there's multiple trails 
and they're all apparently really hard. It, this is this trail is the quote unquote easiest trail. Yeah. So a colleague of mine is always like my former colleague. She was always in Cape Town, and she said that this trail that we were going on was the easiest trail I just, of all I, trail. For the record, I don't, I don't trust this woman anymore. Okay. She's an untrustworthy person. All right. All right. She's evil. So <laughs> we get there at like eight. 8.30? I don't even remember, but sure. Yeah, yeah like 8, 8.30. Again, we're not eating breakfast because we're like, maybe we just have the, some snacks. Brunch. We're going to hike up two, three hours max, get to the top. I mean, even if you look at the thing, you're like, I mean, it's not that. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, like you can see the top. You can see the cable car coming down. It's like, yeah, we'll just hike up this thing real quick. Yeah. And then by, Bob. yeah, by 11, we'll, we'll be in our restaurant. We'll be back. Yeah. Go to a vegan restaurant. Amazing vegan food in Cape Town. Amazing, amazing food. So we start on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we start the hike. Why are you laughing? <laughs> oh, man. Because this is, we're not even getting started on the story, man. We haven't even like uh. touched the surf. Yeah. It's the tip of the iceberg right now. So, <laughs> so we start the hike. Mm-hmm. And just to let you know, this hike is like we've been on hikes. I hike. Yeah, we, we've been on hikes. We live in like the, you know, Virginia DMV area. Like there's lots of mountains and stuff to hike. Well, not mountains, hills. Yeah. Sorry, Jonathan. We didn't sorry. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Uh, people from like the Alps and Canada <laughs> and whatever. Um, but most hikes have like ups and downs. Even if you're going up, there's sometimes like some flat areas. Yeah. This hike was almost a hundred percent up. Right. Yeah. It was so it's completely vertical. Like the direction we're going is like vertical, all right? Mm-hmm. Like vertical, vertical. And so there's switchbacks. And for those of you who don't know what switchbacks are, switchbacks is when the path literally switches back and forth to gradually go up a hill, which is why when you climb a mountain, right, you go in circles, you get really dizzy because you're not going straight up. You're you're making it easier by kind of going sideways. And so there's there's paths that do that, right? So it's switching to the left, to the right, in order to go up. So switchbacks. You know, the purpose of switchbacks is to make something not steep. Less steep. All right. Yeah. These switchbacks were stairs. <laughs> Literally. Do you remember those stairs? Oh, yeah. The rock. They there were, were stairs out of rock. Yeah. Rocks held together with wire. Mm-hmm. So that's not how switchbacks work. <laughs> switchbacks <laughs> are supposed to be like a gradual incline. These switchbacks, it was switchback steps, which means it was so steep that if it were to just be stairs, that would be too steep. Yeah. What in the world? Yeah, it was literally all... It's like we were climbing upstairs for three hours. I've never... For, yeah, we were just climbing upstairs. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like little stairs. It was like you need, to, you need to do like either two steps per stair or like you can lunge if you really feel ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously we have to take breaks. In between for like water breaks, it's chilling. For David, he was whining so much. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, this, these That's things not are true hard. At all. <laughs> so, and, and, but the good thing is that the whole way, mm-hmm. there's an amazing view of oh, the yeah. Cape Town city and the ocean and everything. It's like when you take breaks, it's, it's beautiful. You're yeah. tired, but it's, it's so beautiful because there's a yeah. view the whole way up. You don't have to wait to get to the top. Yeah. So we'd rest with, you know, we found a few hiking buddies on our way up. Like, we'd rest. We did? Yeah. But, I mean, people you probably don't remember. But <laughs> just, like, people we'd, like, talk to on the way up. But oh, then... Well, I, I did remember we, like, would 
like pass people, they pass us. We're like, oh, we'll pass you again in a few minutes, or I'll see you in a few minutes. Yeah, oh, yeah I remember that. Yeah, remember that. yeah. Okay. Um, you know, mainly locals, a lot of locals. I mean, there are people running up there. Do you like, remember that? Remember guy? the guys who were running up the mountain? Those were children. They were wild. But do you no, remember? there were people running up too, like some fitness people. But do you remember the guy who said he did it every single week? Yeah. That guy was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to that guy. Anyways, he's um, the story. And so there was a there was a there was a class of students who are like middle school age, <laughs> and they were like, I mean, they were just super disruptive. They're making noise and not respecting this like sacred nature that we're in right now. And they're sprinting like they want to die. And they're like sprinting up the mountain. <laughs> I'm like, dude, how 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 did I like do that as a twelve year old? It's wild. But anyway, so we were climbing up. This thing just gets longer and longer. And steeper and steeper. And steeper and steeper, man. Like, oh, my days. Oh, my days. So we finally get to the top. Okay, no, not yet. Okay. So <laughs> I didn't know where you are going to stop. So, okay. So as we're going up, it's clearly taking longer than we expected. Like two, okay, like definitely not two hours. Three hours maybe, but it's starting to four hours. So at this point, I'm hungry, okay? It's yeah. like noon. <laughs> So we've eaten our meager fare of dried mangoes. We drank our meager hydration of like one and a half water bottles each. Mm -hmm. Again, because we thought that's all we needed. Yeah. So we got rid of it. But then David remembered, or I remember, I remember we're like, oh, there's a, there's a restaurant at the top. Yes. And so... There's a restaurant at the top. And so I'm like, okay, like, yeah, they might not have the best vegan options. But at this point, I don't really care. We're going to eat something. And so I'm like, yeah, it's good. Like, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm super hungry. David's hungry, too. He just doesn't whine as much as I do. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, yeah, we're going to go to the bathroom. We'll we'll chill at the restaurant. And then mm-hmm. we'll take our cable car down. And we can maybe eat the vegan place for, like, dinner or something. Mm-hmm. So we get to the top. Oh, we had a, sorry, there's something else I haven't okay, heard at the top. So as we were climbing up, and it's like maybe two and a half, at least two and a half hours in, we realized that there were a bunch of people walking back down. Oh, yeah. And we're like, okay, why is, okay, maybe some people just decide to walk back down. And they mentioned to us that the cable car had stopped working. No, that they turned it off. It wasn't not working. Yeah, sorry, sorry. The t- the cable car had intentionally been turned off because, because of windy. because of the wind. So when it's very windy, they choose not to Cowards. use the, yeah to use the cable car. So they were not able to go down to the cable car. They had to walk back down. Yeah, the the really steep stairs, right? Oh, so but they were saying like it happens all the time. Like it just goes off for a little bit and then it turns back on. It goes off and it goes back yeah. on. So yeah, like, they're like yeah. By the time you get up, you're probably back. They're just on. like oh, we just don't feel like waiting. We're just gonna go back down. I'm like okay. Like, yeah, we're like oh. It's like a 15-minute interim. We can wait up there for 15, 30 minutes. I don't care. We yeah. got We got to eat at the restaurant anyways. We're fine. Right. So, can I see if we got to the top? Yeah. So, we got to the top. And it's not immediately there. You have to, like, go up to the top. You have to, like, walk through those different places. And beautiful, then, right? Yeah, beautiful. But that's not the point. So, then... <laughs> I just want to emphasize how beautiful Cape Town is. It's very beautiful. It's not the point of the story, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's very beautiful. It's very nice. I have to use the bathroom. I'm very hungry. And so... We're walking and we see the building where we're at that houses, like the entrance to the cable car. Like, oh, it looks very nice. So we go up. People are kind of hanging out outside and that's kind of cool. And I pull on the door. To the restaurant. And it's locked. Yeah. And I'm like, the heck? Okay. <laughs> what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And so we're like, maybe it's this door. So we're like, another door. 
And people see us trying, they're like, oh, it's not open. Like, yeah. What do you mean? And we looked, in, we looked inside and yeah, we saw the chairs were like put up. Yeah, it's all closed. And it was like a mess and not so, cleaned. This was not one of those run-of-the-mill, it's windy, so we're shutting down the cable car. It was so windy, they hadn't opened the cable car at all that day, and so there were no staff, because the staff don't climb every day. Shocking, I know. But there was no opportunity to get the staff up from the bottom to the top with the cable car. So no bathroom, no restaurant, no water, no nothing. There's no bathroom? No, there was no bathroom. Oh, my goodness. I mean, you could probably pee somewhere because of our different anatomy, but I couldn't pee somewhere. I think you did pee somewhere. I did not. Okay. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... <laughs> so then... <laughs> the restaurant was closed. <laughs> this is the first disappointment. First major disappointment of the day. <gasps> so it's like noon. It's like, bla- you know, it's like... Blazing bri- hot. Blazing bright of day. And so we're like, okay. It'll probably open okay. if we did So... Show. Restaurant is closed. Staff are not here, but the cable car might start working again. Yeah, as soon. As, I mean, it's the wind. The wind just has to die down, and we're good. It's not a big deal. Yeah. So there are lots of people at the top just chilling and observing the area, and we're like, okay, let's just chill. Yeah. And wait for the cable car. Yeah, to start working, and a bunch of people are doing that. Yeah. So we're just enjoying the views, taking pictures photos and everything beautiful again cave town is beautiful mm-hmm. um exhausted our water or man- dried mango whatever we exhausted that on the way up and after about an hour we were there on top for an hour at least i think more like 45 minutes to an hour yeah for five minutes to an hour because i got really hungry and, de- and really really thirsty yeah so <laughs> at this point Callie makes a suggestion what was my suggestion that we walk back down we hiked back down. Because there was no indication this was going to change. Yeah. There okay. wasn't. There was no indication. There wasn't. We just had hope. We were just like, it's probably going to start yeah, working. I sitting again. there baking in my pale skin. True. Super thirsty. Hungry. We took all the photo ops we could. We took every picture from every angle. And it was like, okay, let's hike back down. And it was like, okay. I, I mean, we might as well because this cable car is not working. Yeah. So at this point, it's around one. Yeah, it's around one. Remember, we haven't eaten a meal yet today. Okay, keep that in your mind. <laughs> <laughs> so we begin the trek back descent. down the descent, back down the mountain. Mm-hmm. And I'd say when, when we're like one sixth of the way down. Yeah. We find out from people going up because they had an app on their phone. Because people are going up like, oh, is the cable car open? It's like, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Because we're, you know, we're good people. We tell people the truth. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, oh, I see on the app here that it's open again. Mm-hmm. And so David makes a great suggestion. And he's like, babe, why don't we just hike back up and go back? Because, like, the cable car's open. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I make a decision that I will have to live with the rest of my life. <laughs> tell us, honey. And I was so tired and I'm like, going down is obviously, right, way easier than going up. And this is like the absolute steepest part of going up. And I'm like, I feel like, also I misjudged it. I felt felt like we were like one third the way down. We were like one sixth 
maybe. Yeah, we thought we were way further down than... We were not. We were, yeah. yeah. And so I misjudged that, and I was like, you know, let's just keep going down. And I remember Dave was like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, it's not a big deal. Let's just keep walking down. It's more exercise anyways. <sighs> I was like, okay. That was a terrible decision. And so the cable car was working, but because we thought we were, you know, a long ways down, we're like, let's just keep going down. Because up seemed just like, I mean, that like torture of stairs again at, with no food, no hydration. And if the cable car stops working again. Right, have exactly. To, it keeps so playing my feelings. We're just like, know. we're already down. Let's go keep going down. And so we start keep, keep going down. And then what happened? And at this point, it's like, bear in mind again, these are like huge stair type rocks. Yeah. You can't just, you can't step down like you step down stairs in a house. No. It's like no. half jump. Yeah. Half step. Yeah. Or yeah, it's. I mean, it, the impact it has on your knees and your legs, it's, it's hard. Oh, yeah. Going down is hard. It's either like a really intense one-leg squat lunge or you have to have impact on your knee. I can't do one-legged squat lunges, so I can't yeah. impact. <laughs> and remember the kids kept like, they were sprinting down. They were sprinting down. Dude, and I was like, awesome. dude, I'm just waiting for one of these kids to like tumble over and break their leg. Yeah. I was did. waiting. I was so much. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, forgive my. Do you want them to? No, no, no. But I was just like, it's just gonna happen. It's a, yeah. it's literally about to happen. I mean, you know, it how didn't happen though. Run, they run very clumsily. They were sprinting down the mountain, like yeah. It was like, you guys don't understand what you're doing. It was not a fun run. It was like a who's what land speed are you trying to break? Right yeah, they were racing. Ah, you guys are crazy. It was wild. Uh, I mean, this is a steep mountain. Like if you look down, you literally feel that. You feel like the butterflies in your stomach, like, whoa, like if I just lean over or step just in the wrong direction, I could tumble down this mountain. That's how steep it was. Like there are no rails there, you know, because like Americans don't sue people in other countries. Yeah. So, so <laughs> we're just walking back down and it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's getting to the point where, uh, <laughs> Callie is verbally <laughs> sharing her. Use the right word. Your verb, your. Whining? Whining or complaining? You were complaining. <laughs> Callie was complaining and, and whining at a this lot. point. A lot. Like every, uh, you know, every what? Three steps. Few steps. And I'm like, oh man, I'm this like, is going to so be. I'm so hungry. This is going to be back hard. My hurts. It's so hot. And it just didn't seem like we we're making any progress, to be Dude, honest. It honestly did not even a little bit. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to die. Like, we're, we're never going to get down this mountain. Never. Like, we're never going to get down this mountain. Nope. It's, you know, it's two o'clock already and we're like barely halfway down. I'm like, dude, we're never going to get back down this mountain. And so like Kai is complaining and Kai is whining and I'm just like, I'm also like feeling it. Uh, but I didn't want to complain <laughs> so I, I could kind of like help Callie. Yeah. I was like, let me just like not complain so we can just kind of <laughs> get through this. Right. Cause like I'm feeling it too. Like we haven't eaten since 8 p.m. 8 a.m. Well, since last night. Yeah, no, we haven't eaten that day. We haven't eaten, haven't eaten that day. We just dried mango and it's 2 p.m. And we've been hiking. Intensely. In the, in the heat. No shade. Zero shade. There's zero shade on that zero mountain. Zero shade. Um, <laughs> and so. Okay. <laughs> so at this point, it's like, Lord, just find and help us just get down this mountain. Literally just like praying, like yeah. help us get down this mountain. So, I'm walking ahead of Callie, mm -hmm. and I'm already kind of like in a, 
I, I wasn't in a good mood. I was yeah. I wasn't in a good mood because I'm like, I'm feeling terrible. Callie's complaining. Like this high thing is not finishing. I just wouldn't get down this mountain. <laughs> and I'm a few I'm like ten meters or few yards uh ahead of you yeah and i see this lady seated ahead of me she's like seated on one of these stairs facing uh yeah her back is faced towards me so she's facing away and clearly she's resting so it's a middle-aged lady like i'd say in her 30s i don't really i thought she was in her 40s no i I thought she was in her 40s Oh, maybe? Yeah. I think she was in the 40s. I thought she was late 30s. Okay. Okay. Somewhere in there. Yeah. So, she's seated down. So, I, you know, I kind of, uh, you know, I'm like walking slowly, kind of observing. And, you know, she's wearing like, she's not wearing any form of hike appropriate wear. She's wearing like jeans and like a long yeah. black shirt. I will say though, uh, Jonathan Walter, our good friend, tells me that in Austria, they hike with jeans. Like, it's just a thing. They just hike mountains with jeans. But I didn't see anybody else on that mountain. She was South yeah. African. Right, right, right. But I'm just... It's just a random fact. That's just... In the Alps, they hike with jeans. <laughs> yes. But... Um, but she's wearing jeans. She's not wearing very good hiking shoes. Nope. She's wearing, like, a shirt. I mean, she was clearly going for, like, a stroll. That's what it seemed like. I'm like, you are not here to hike. Yeah. So... I look at her, and in my mind, I'm like, she looks like she needs help, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We all trying to survive out here. <laughs> we all trying to survive. And I got a wife behind me who's been complaining, so I'm sorry. I can't help you. My hands are full. So I didn't even, <laughs> like, fair. say anything to her. I just kind of, like, strolled past her. And I'm like, may God help you. Like, may somebody come along and help you. <laughs> be warm. Be fed. God loves you. But I got to get down this mountain. All right? Yeah. So that's what, that was my thinking. So I pass her. And so I'm walking away. And I just had this feeling that Callie would not do what I did and would say something to her. Like, Callie's not going to just pass her and see this lady sitting down. Like, as much as he's complaining, as much as he's whining, (laughs) she's still going to ask how this lady's doing. And I'm like, man, it's coming. It's coming. (laughs) And so I'm just like, please, let's let's just keep walking. And Callie, you know, all of a sudden, whining, complaining Callie, (laughs) switches up and is like, oh, hey, are you okay? Oh, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, this this hike is hard. Like this is yeah. I mean, I understand. No, I understand. Like this is, I understand why you're sitting down. Like I, I'm not. I don't even know how I'm gonna get down. And basically starts empathizing with this lady, and strikes up a conversation with her. And so you want to talk a little bit about that conversation? Sure. Um, I don't know. I just have a compulsive need. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I just need, like, I just saw she had a need. And I'm like, I'd want someone to stop and talk to me. So I'm going to so, talk to her. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you remember what you guys, like, talked about at the beginning of that um, conversation? It was probably something like that. I was just asking how she's doing. And, like, I was kind of thinking, like, if she's just like, oh, I'm good. She would chill there for a sec. I'd be like, okay. But she clearly was not chilling there for a sec. And she was like, yeah, like, I just, I just, I just thought I could do it. But I can't. And it's so hard. My body's so tired. And I was like, yeah, it is really hard. So I, I sat with her. 
I kind of at first thought maybe she just needs a pep talk and like someone to like be nice. And, mm-hmm. but then I saw like just the way she's describing stuff. I'm like, she literally, she's not just mentally overwhelmed, like she's physically overwhelmed. Yeah. Like her body, has like her body literally is like reach no. capacity. Yeah. And like, we're really high up here. And she was like, yeah, I know I can call a helicopter, but it's like really expensive. And it's really hard to get them out here. Da, da, da. And I'm like, girl, that's oh, be so much money. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, in my mind, I was like, man, look how the helicopter <laughs> I mean, how are we going to get it down the And this is like, what are we going to do? Yeah. So we kept talking. I don't know how long we sat. How long do you think we sat there? Five, ten minutes? Yeah, ten minutes, I think. Yeah. So we sat there for a while just talking. And so I, I couldn't just leave her up there. And so I was like, well, how about you come down the mountain with us? <laughs> what did you think when you heard me say that, David? <laughs> I'm like, this same woman <laughs> who has been saying, anyway. <laughs> I was I like, just, like, what is going on? We already go. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, we're already going down at this slow neck pace. Like, we're, we're not, we're never going to reach down the mountain. We're maybe one third of the way down. Yeah. Point. I'm like, we're Max. never going to get down. We're never going to get down this mountain. Yeah. So, but I can't, I'm not going to leave her behind. So, so I was like, yeah. So, how about. We'll take a few steps and we'll rest. We'll take a few steps and we rest. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what we did. We went down maybe for the first third of the way down. So we're already one third down. So the next third of the way down, we probably took five to 10 max steps and then we'd rest for like five, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. She'd also run out of her snacks and water, I think. Yeah. Was she holding your hand on the way down or something? Yeah, like yeah. Like, you guys was, were kind of, like, supporting each other? Yeah, yeah. I was... She just... Um, her legs were kind of locked out, so she couldn't bend them very well. Like, mm-hmm. she could only support her weight when she locked out. So, when she came down the steps, I'd go ahead of her, and I'd, like, hold her arm or her hand, and she'd, like, lean into me mm-hmm. and, like, come down a bit. And then there were people... Yeah, there were people who saw us doing that and were like, oh, you guys clearly need help. And they gave us, like, a bunch of snacks. They gave us, like, some drinks and mm-hmm. some different things. Yeah, like, some experienced hikers were like, yeah, we always carry snacks for her. Because yeah. we know people never carry enough. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, that's us. Hello. So, I was, like, so I was walking behind them. Yeah. Um, Just kind of, like, to just make sure everything was all right. <laughs> so, we start. so we, we were walking down like this in a very, very slow. Like, yeah, like slower than, we were already going slow because we were tired and. It was hard. Now we're both walking slower and taking five to ten minute breaks. Each time. Every like five to ten steps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, we're never going to get that. <laughs> so we're going, going down the mountain. And I think it reaches a point where the lady. We said, can't remember her name. Yeah. That's the lady says that she can't. Yeah, it comes to a point. So now we have, I think we've gone another third of the way down. So we have one more third of the mm-hmm. way down. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't like. She just couldn't do it. Um, yeah. And so I, I wasn't strong enough to support her entire body weight. Um, I'm also just not very balanced when I'm carrying somebody else. I'm not very coordinated myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and David couldn't have done it by himself either. And so there were, I feel like it was a bunch of different people at different times. Mm-hmm. But So I think what happened okay. is that there was a guy, this like, Black Rastafarian guy who the guy came who, up. The guy who went up every week. Yeah. I yeah. think that guy showed up. So yeah. there was a guy who 
apparently hikes up and down Taylor Mountain every week, once a week. It's wild. And he has a crazy story. Um, so essentially, he came up while we were still hiking. He climbed up and found us. And he came and told us that he had walked down the mountain and passed her. Mm. And he got to the bottom and his conscience oh, yeah. was disturbing him so much that he, came back up. that he decided to walk back up to check on her. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And he saw us helping her. So that this is when you were still walking with her and I was mm-hmm. walking behind. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, man, like, thank you so much for helping her. Like, my conscience was... I couldn't just go home. I had to come back and see how she was doing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I'm going to be with you guys and let's just go down together. So we're just continuing to walk. Um, this is before the lady had completely like wiped out. So we're still with this guy. This guy joined us. And so, um, so Callie and the lady are talking and, mm-hmm. and I think you guys talking helped her as well. Yeah. Cause we were like, I was asking about her life and, she also, we were talking about spiritual things and like her experience with God and my experience with God mm. and like her and, career path. And, and bear in mind, Callie had ceased. Oh yeah. I mean, complaining. S- spoiler alert. I didn't complain anymore. Yeah. Until we got to the end of the mountain. Yeah. Callie had ceased complaining. Like not once. Yeah. With yeah. that lady there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what happened to this woman? <laughs> so Callie had ceased and I'm talking to this other dude. Mm-hmm. And dude, this guy is telling me all this stuff about how he lives in, uh, the slums of Cape Town. I'm forgetting the name. It's also the N. Um, Nyanga? Yeah, Nyanga. Yeah. Nyanga. It's called Nyanga. It's not the biggest one, but it's just really dangerous. Yeah. Okay. So, so he, he, he's a refugee from Congo. And I think he grew up an orphan or something. Mm-hmm. And he migrated to South Africa illegally. So he doesn't have papers. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know about the history uh, of South Africa, at least within the past maybe 10 years, there's been a lot of xenophobia of local South Africans despising um, other African immigrants coming in because they like take the jobs and stuff. And so he had moved into South Africa illegally and was living in a slum called Nyanga, in Cape Town, which is like a rough slum. It's pretty dangerous. And so he told me how, I mean, he'd tell me all these stories of like people getting shot, like Uber drivers, like you can't, if you're an Uber driver and somebody wants to go to Nyanga, like they just say no, because literally people just like, I mean, people just come up and shoot you. Like life is so fickle. Like the people, like people just don't value life. So, um, he was telling me how he lives in a house with a few other immigrants and they kind of protect each other. And every night is just, we lived another day. We lived another day. And so he takes weekly hikes to table mountain as a form of self care. Um, because it's like, this is the only time I get to like leave that area and Mm -hmm. just have peace and have a sense of hope. And I'm like, bro, (laughs) this is insane, man. So we're talking and having this great conversation. And then the lady eventually could not yeah. continue. Um, and so with this guy, we start to um, kind you of... And you and him, right? I think it was me and him to start off with. Yeah, you and him. So you're like on either side and, you know, she has like her arms around their shoulders and they have her arms behind like her back and they're supporting her down. Um 
But then why why did you guys stop? Why did we need more people? Because he had to leave. Oh, that's what it was. Because he had to catch the bus back to the slums before it got dark because it's not safe. It's also getting late in the day. Yeah. So this is like, it's like four o'clock, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then other guys um, saw us struggling and they volunteered to help as well. So at one point there was like three guys kind of like helping her. Like there was two mm-hmm. guys on either side and one guy kind of like helps, is helping steady her. Cause like literally like her legs were just like absolutely not. Yeah. Like her legs were out. It was like carrying yeah. someone. Like, like dead some, weight. Yeah. Disabled. Someone's disabled. So we're carrying her down and now like there's people like with us kind of in a caravan, but you can't really pass them because I mean, they're three abreast now. So, so there's like a huge queue behind us. Yeah. Well, I had left. Remember, I left. Oh, I didn't. Well, I didn't know you. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, I left by then already. So, uh, so at this point, Callie was like, I think I talked to Callie, and I was like, we had parked the car pretty far away from the starting point yeah, of the it was, hike. It was very far. And so, um, Callie was like, I think you suggested it. Oh, both yeah. of us talked about it. Because we thought we again, we were just like, oh yeah, we're pretty close now. So why don't you yeah. just go get the car? Yeah, we're like, we'll be done any pretty soon, and we probably want to give her a ride or something. Yeah, we give her a ride back. So let's you go get the car, David, and bring it closer to the parking spot to the starting spot. And by the time you get the car and bring it, we'll be down. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I get down there. I'm t- dude. I took my sweet time. Got to the car, took my time. That took me a while. And so I you get... you didn't run or anything. You just walked. No. I, yeah. yeah, just walked. And I got the car, brought it to the starting point, parked it somewhere, and I waited. And y'all weren't coming for a while. So I'm like, okay. And you start going back up and see what happened. Like, where are these people at? So... You said there was, like, a queue of people behind you? Yeah, because we were going so slow. And, like, people weren't didn't want to be rude and be like, get out of my way, person struggling. Let me past. Mm. So it was just a long queue. Of people. There were some people who, like, just squeezed past, like, through the bushes or something. But it was just a long queue. Um, mm. And But eventually, we got to – it wasn't the bottom yet. We got to, like, a fork. And then, like, we took a rest. And a guy came by. And he could see from our faces we were struggling. And he's like, oh, how are you guys doing? And I'm like, I mean, <laughs> we're just super depleted. And he was asking about, like, our food and water and intake. And we're like, we haven't had anything in hours. And he's like, oh, he had water. He's like, I'm a doctor. This is really important. So he gave us water. And he's like, I wish I had snacks to give you. But he's like, I just have this. And it was probably the most delicious thing I've ever had. It was a hard mint candy with chocolate in the middle. Oof. Dude, I took that. It was like I had an IV of energy because I haven't had anything for mm. so long. And I'm just like, at this point, I'm just like, my body's like giving up. <laughs> yeah. And so we took some of those and he's like, yeah, he's like, well, sugar is the best, but like, you know, it'll help you get your energy up. And so we took a few of those, which was really sweet of him. And he gave us some water and we drank that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, with those three guys, we, did you come back? I come back. I That's- come back like maybe 15 minutes before you guys got to the bottom. Okay. Did you get, were you there with the sweets no. given to us? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we were still going then eventually. Yeah. So what, what made you finally start climbing up again? Cause you guys are taking forever. <laughs> were you scared or were you just like, these are taking forever? Are you I was like, like happen? I was like, I, I was just like, what's happening? I was <laughs> like, I, I need to know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, and then I'm like, I couldn't even imagine going back up those steps, <laughs> but slowly just started making my way up and then found you guys. And yeah, you had all those people caring and helping. Mm-hmm. 
Um, those, oh, yeah, I was very carrying, nice young men. I was carrying all of their stuff, all of her stuff, and all of my stuff. I was just, I was the bag woman. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she was like the, the, yeah, the bag woman while all the men were helping carry this woman down this really steep mountain. Yeah. And we finally get to the bottom. We do. And we look at the clock and it's 5 p.m. No. Isn't it 6? No, it was 5 p.m. Oh, yeah, the restaurant at 6. Okay. Yeah, it was 5 p.m. So we had started the hike at 8 a.m. Sure did. Hadn't eaten a thing, only had dried mango water. We were back down the mountain at 5 p.m. No shade. I mean, it's like, this is insane. We still don't have food. We got to talk about the journey to food. Yeah. And so at this point, the lady is down there and we're like, yo, we got to, let's help this lady get a ride to where she needs to get to. So we, we had her- to rent a car. She didn't have a car. Yeah. So we took her to, ta- she took a bus over there. So we took her to town. We helped her catch a bus. Yeah. She was, she was a nice lady. Yeah, and she was nice. we dropped her off and, uh. Drove around, got a little lost, but eventually we made our way back to that vegan spot. Made our way to the place we had intended to go the whole time, oh, and it was like a vegan burger spot. And man, oh. by the time that food <sighs> passed our lips, bruh, it was after six p.m. <laughs> bruh, let me tell you that food. I don't know if that food was actually good. <laughs> I can't. I cannot accurately Do say. Do you remember you kept ordering the juices? Like, I'll take another. Yeah, take there, was another. Some, there was, what was kind of juice was that? It was like some, it was some like, like very fresh, like just very like cucumber mint. Yeah, it was like a cucumber mint. Oh, okay, yeah. dude, I bought like two or three of those and I'll just yeah, gulp them another, down. Bring another. It's like one of those, it's like, it's like ordering three juices at Whole Foods. Like, what are you made of money? Like, what yeah, at that time, <laughs> I was like, man, what is money, man? I need to survive. <laughs> and the food. Again, I don't know if that food was good. I don't know either. But honestly. it was amazing. It was. It was and so then nourishing. That night. Yeah. And so at this point, we're like, yo, we can't. We can't go hiking. Where there's no way we're going kayaking. We were in our minds. We were, were like, just we were just planning on not showing up because they didn't. Yeah. But the early the next morning, they actually canceled it because the winds were bad. And it wasn't safe to kayak, so we got a refund. We praise God. Yeah, true. That's true. But also, that whole night, like, I'm dead tired. Like, I normally like to sleep nine hours a night, right? So I'm super, super tired. But because of the stress on my legs that night, my legs were keeping me awake because they hurt so much. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just, like, pacing in our little apartment because my legs are also the wind is so loud and it's blowing so hard in the window. The wind is keeping me up. My legs are keeping me up. And so I'm like walking around at three o'clock in the morning, so dead tired, but my body's like, no, but then I did end up taking a little nap on the couch because the windows there weren't as loud because the window in our bedroom was super loud because the wind was coming straight onto that window. Mm. Do you remember that? Well, you probably not. Yeah. You, you blacked out. Yeah. It was super windy. I mean, it was, man, we were super sore. Oh, that was crazy. So that's the story of Table Mountain. That's the story. So what are some lessons you learned from that experience? I think I know we've talked about just like general reflections <laughs> after that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. One is you're not where you think you are in the journey. Ooh. You are both further along 
Sometimes you're further along than you think you are, and sometimes you're not as far along as you think you are. And your perspective is, even if you feel like you're right, your perspective is often off for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the most obvious lesson to me is when you focus on other people, it helps you have a more positive attitude and yeah. it helps you enjoy things more. Like, cause I don't like walking down with her. It wasn't me like, Oh, I want to complain, but I'm curving my tongue. Like I just didn't want to. It, it reminds me, I don't know if I've talked about this before. I probably have, but it reminds me of, um, when my, I was a senior in high school, one of my friends uh, died in a motorcycle accident, like a month before we were supposed to graduate. And we weren't like super close at that point, but we had been best friends freshman year. And he's, he was very special to me either way. Um, and I got really depressed after he died. And my mentor, you know, I mean, she sympathized with me and had compassion, but she was also like, you need to go do nice things for other people. And I'm like, what an insensitive thing to say. Like, what a jerk. <laughs> But she's my mentor, so I do what she says. And I I took time to like write nice letters to all of my all the staff and I wrote a letter to like his girlfriend telling him how much, you know, I knew that he loved her a lot and stuff like that. Um and I just focused on volunteering, I focused on helping, and it actually did help. And in focusing on other people, it helped me heal from mm-hmm. that really dark rut that I was in. Mm-hmm. Um and I think the same thing happened on Table Mountain of like, David's not complaining, so I'll complain. And like, all of my suffering is here in forefront. And, but then I see this person who's having a way harder time than I am. And I know, like, I, my, my attention is so caught up in helping her mm-hmm. and in helping her, I am helped. Mm-hmm. And again, like, I don't remember having a negative thought on the way down. I was like, oh, it's taking forever. Like, oh my gosh, would you just walk? Or like, Mm -hmm. these bags are heavier. This sucks. I was just like, look, all these people coming together. We're almost down. I'm having meaningful conversations with this stranger. This is so wonderful. Humanity's great sometimes. Like, it's just, that's what was on my mind. Also, my legs hurt, but like, whatever. It's a part of life. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't change how hard it was for you. I think it changed that. Like, your my attitude. Yeah, attitude. Yeah. And what are some lessons for you? I mean, that was a big one because I'm like, all of a sudden, Callie has stopped I mean, complaining. Like, I, I was a, shocked. Yeah, because I probably didn't. I didn't notice the transformation because I was experiencing it. But you probably had the most starkest. Like, what the hell? I was like, what just happened, man? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's that that whole African proverb of you know, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go further, go together. And that was just like case in point. Like that. And we're in Africa. Yeah. That Congolese (laughs) guy who came and talked to me and told me his life story that also took my mind off of how Mm -hmm. hard this hike was and how slow down we were. Um, I got to meet this man and hear his story and just going together makes the journey worthwhile. And you can just, you just go further together. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's why we, we just need people around us in, this journey of life, especially when it's hard, because we can do amazing things, things we never thought we could do when we have support around us. That That is what makes people resilient. Resilience is, you know, I think one of our guests talked about it, Dr. Karen Abdul. And so that was, that was a big lesson. Another lesson <laughs> was how at some point, like we kept on lamenting on the fact that we could have gone back up and just taking the cable car. <laughs> like, dude, we could have gone back up and just taken the cable car. Yeah. We could we could have done it. But if we did, we wouldn't have been able to help, we that. Have that lady. We wouldn't have been able to meet those other people and 
that would never would have happened. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the easier route is not the most meaningful route. Mm-hmm. The long route is long because it's meaningful. Yeah. And and that's that's a lesson I learned and just learning to I mean at that point we we'd made our decision. Mm-hmm. It was like just go. Like living in regret at this point. It's not going to do anything. Yeah. Let's just, let's just go with it and go get down this mountain. And God had some people for us to help and God had people to help us. We had, God had people to help us as well. Because yeah. we needed help. We would, there's no way we would have got that lady down on yeah. our own. And we didn't have food or water to help sustain her even a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. and we didn't have physical strength. But yeah, even, I think also like just as negativity is contagious. I think positivity and helpfulness can also be contagious mm-hmm. because I don't know if all those people would have stopped to help her and like help carry her if we weren't clearly helping, trying to help her and being insufficient ourselves. Mm-hmm. But it was like, we started like, this is something somebody's already doing. It's easier to join. I think it's easier to join things than start things. So if you start things, you make it easier for other people to join. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm sure there are many more lessons from that experience. Don't hike Table Mountain. <laughs> Don't hike. Love Dude, we want to take, I want to take our kids there, man. When we, yeah, David wants when to. When we have kids. I want to do it again. David wants to. We'll be more prepared. David we'll wants to. We'll take more snacks. David wants to do it with the kids. We'll probably be more uh, prepared physically and uh, mentally. I think it'll be a much better experience. Dave is going to have a great time with our kids. If you all want to go with me in Cape Town, we, know we, go, we can go hike. <laughs> I'll let you know. We're, I'll just be waiting in the vegan restaurant when you're ready. Yeah. And and bear in mind, remember the colleague I told you who said that was the easiest route? She told me this after the fact. Forget her, man. So when I went back to work the next week, I was like, yo, you won't believe what just happened. And she was like, oh, that's the easiest route. I was like, please, don't get near me, man. Don't get near me. Don't come near me again. <laughs> you, need, you need to choose your friends. So I was like, if that's the easiest route, anyway, (laughs) so that's our table mountain story. So even now we'll talk about stuff and we'll do something that's hard. Like when we filmed a show in the middle of the Texas heat, we'll be like, was this harder than table mountain? (laughs) Yeah. That's the benchmark of suffering. That is the worst we have suffered physically. "Mm, Was this harder than table mountain? Nah. Nah. Table mountain's worse. Yeah. Like that's the standard. And it's, it's also a shared experience that I have with you. As much as I enjoyed the other stuff that we did together and just had, I feel like it was like our honeymoon in a way. Yeah. Um, when Cape Town was very honeymoon like. Yeah. It was like a honeymoon experience, but that experience itself, because as much <laughs> as it wasn't pleasant, it was, it's nice that we, I have that meaningful experience with you. Yeah. Like we can, we don't have to like tell each other, tell each other as if we weren't there. We both experienced it live. So. Yeah, that's one of my favorite parts about being married, especially after being long distance, is I don't have to tell you what happened. I just have to say one word, just one phrase, like Table Mountain. And it's like, I don't have to explain anything else. You were there. I was there. You felt all the feelings, my guy. (laughs) My guy. My guy. You got my guy. You got my guy. Let us end this podcast. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to our story. This is episode 98. 99 is next week. We have a special guest coming on. Oh, who is it? Uh, Kristen Henley. What are we doing for the 100th episode? Did we already talk about this? We kind of did. 
I forget. What, yeah. What are we doing? I forget. <laughs> they probably forgot too if I forgot. What are we yeah. doing? Yeah. I... <laughs> uh, I thought we were going to do a QA and a or something. I feel like we need to do something different. We need to do something different. I don't know what though. Can yeah. you guys give us ideas? I don't know what to do for the 100th episode. It should be special. Can you tell us? Excuse me. You listening? Can you tell us what to do? <laughs> Your ideas? Okay, that sounds a little thingy. Sorry, I'm not trying to sound like that. Alright. If you have ideas, please submit them to kelly.baruchara at hey.com or davidbaruchara at gmail.com or davidbaruchara on Instagram, but not kellybaruchara on Instagram because Instagram makes me feel sad. So, please reach right. out, give your ideas, and get them done talking. Goodbye! Alright, bye!